Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap and the Mailbag. This is your host, Chris and Deepom here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought this was going behind the paywall. You thought this was going behind the paywall? I've given so much gold away on this podcast. <laughs> this should be welcome to the MTR Premium Network. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing. I'm your host, Deepom and Chris. Like, that's what I should have heard. Right? So, okay, do what you got to do. So, so you're going to hear an exasperated Deepom and Chris right on this episode. Literally, because let me tell you guys what happened. We're recording this on April 1st, and normally Deepom hates when I bring up the dates of this, and we're doing this on April Fool's Day. This is not an April Fool's. I don't believe these things. Um, we're going to be talking about our April Fool's jokes. They're, if they are, they're poorly thought out. Um, if they are, hold on. If they are. This might be the most self-aware DC's ever been. <laughs> it could be, and right? That, you know what? Honest to God. Maybe I'll give him credit for that. Everything I'm about to say isn't true in the next hour? Cool. Right. Touche. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You got us, right? Apparently you put James Gunn in charge to fuck with everyone. Hey, hey, you know, you know what? I, I, you know what? I'm with you on this one. If this turns out to be the greatest prank April Fool joke ever. You know what? You know what? You got me for the next movie after fucking Suicide Squad. Whatever it is. You made the joke about yourself. You know enough. If you knew enough to make that joke, you wouldn't have green with the Snyder Cut. Let's move on. (laughs) But so if you're wondering why we're we're feeling this way, we were literally supposed to schedule that we were scheduled to do this on the 30th, on March 31st. Literally 15 minutes before we were going to get on. Deepom texted me and said, hey, can we delay it 15 minutes? Actually, not even 15 minutes, like two minutes before. Can we delay 15 minutes so that I can finish eating? And me, because listen, because I'm getting up there. I'm pushing 40. I'm getting up there. I'm getting old, all right? I, I was You're fine like all day. Hold on, hold on. I'm pushing 40. Yeah, I'm about to be 39. Nigga, what? Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm old as fuck. Yeah. Too old ass. Ooh. You gotta finish up before your bedtime, Grandma. What the fuck are you talking? Nigga, why do you think? Why do you think every time we we supposed to be recording in the middle of the week? I'm just like, yeah, Nick, I'm tired. Like literally, this is what happened yesterday. I I was fine the rest of the day. I I literally came home, ate, I made the mistake of because I'm old. I sat down, and that's when it hit me. And I was like, damn, I'm tired. Shit. And so when you gave me the out of, can we delay 15 minutes? I'm like, why don't we just delay until tomorrow? I'm exhausted. I I just. I got a lot going on. I'm tired. Can we just can we just delay until then? So you said cool, and I'm, we're thinking nothing of it. What could happen in 24 hours? And we'll talk about that a little bit later. And so, but like, apparently, fucking lot. Um, and we're gonna go into some of the emails because we got a lot of emails. There were actually two emails that came in like literally on February 27th, like right after we had recorded that day um so we're gonna read those two and then we got ooh, got a lot of email yeah so it was actually supposed to be an email heavy mail bag and other shit happened we'll talk about so here we go start with the first one here um mostly power pack rant okay so i've complained about how much it annoys me when comics are inconsistent about aging but this power pack reboot bothers me more than most, since I basically grew up reading that title, is bad enough that they de aged the entire team just so that they have an excuse to conclude the powers in this stupid uh, Kamala's Law story arc. Otherwise, Alex, who is already registered and should be over 21, could just be the, the chaperone for the team and there'd be no need for this damn story. But they de aged them in a way that now makes Katie 
as near as I can tell, close to five years younger than Franklin Richards, who, uh, when she had originally been a year older, which had, uh, had been an important part of their interpersonal relationship. I doubt that they were even going to let Franklin interact with that group with, for this new run, but if they did, how was Franklin from the youngest member, going from the youngest member of the team to the middle third row is always going to change the team's dynamic? I think that Franklin stuff annoys me more, um, annoys me, annoy, annoys me more because basically the same plot that made him a teenager also made Alex and Julie much older, but now they regress and he's still the same age because of reasons. Um, uh, a less ranty, uh, a little less rant, rant, ranty, the main plot of issue number two. So I'm going to be honest here. Um, I'm not reading power pack. Are you reading power pack stuff? Every comic, every character is someone's favorite character. Yeah. Power packs never been on my list. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's running the main plot of issue number two was them finding a chaperone so that they could continue to work as a team before they, the, the big reveal of the entity of who they picked as their chaperone. He had some interesting ideas for how they could best use their powers. I don't know whether you are ever, whether you ever read the uh, webcomic uh, SMBC, but it reminded me of this from back in 2011. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I'll be honest here. Uh, so, so can read it. I'll be honest here. You were, and this, this must be feel like what people feel like when we talk about stuff, you are speaking Greek to me, right? I have not read any of this stuff and I'm sorry. But we appreciate your enthusiasm about this, and also your ranty anger. Um, in now non-power pack related uh, ranting. No, wait, hold on. Oh, Don't, the next paragraph has things I can actually talk about. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped over that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back to the ranting. A handful of the X books that I've been reading the last couple of months have loosely implied that the uh, a snark war is going to be featured in an upcoming X Men event if not the whole ass company-wide crossover. And yet, as of now, there's no indication that the Power Pack is going to be involved. So am I meant to think that the Snarks who debuted in Power Pack Volume 1 you, is you, you want? I can finish this. I get, okay. yeah. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. They're taking a concept from something that was a not very well-received property and repurposing it for a larger threat for the universe. Um, so the Snark War is officially kicked off in Guardians of the Galaxy. God, I want to say she's six or seven of this current volume. Um, they had an intergalactic peace summit, and the, I guess the Snark King is killed, kicking off Snark War, which ties back into Empire, or not, yeah, Empire, and um, the Guardian of the Universe, or excuse me, the Elder of the Universe, who, the Profiteer, who's providing weapons for everyone, she apparently is going to profit from, that's why she kicked off Snark War, to have them buy weapons from her, but then destroyed intergalactic currency. It's a large... It's a small piece in a larger intergalactic reboot of the universe that they're doing. Uh, Al Ewing's a part of it. It's been very good. They just about to relaunch the Guardians book that's going to have them basically space superheroes for the first time, including a team that includes Victor Von Doom. So I will say that your incredulity, I understand it. Hey, these are our characters first. Someone who gets paid more than me, hopefully not that fake person, C.B. Sibuski, um, decided to make the Snark War and the Snark's larger piece of the intergalactic tapestry. Maybe they fold in power pack. Like that's, that's the thing about this is when you get things that were, that were yours and they get expanded outwards, there's a lot of times they'll bring it back. So if you're reading King in black, they introduce the opposite of null in issue four. And for all of us, like old nerdy Marvel heads, it was a head slappy moment. And maybe during the snark event, There'll be a head slapping moment for you because you'll know more about the Stark War and 
power packs tied to them than any of us. But that's as far as I know about the Snark and everything around Snark War, it's tied more closely to the galactic side of the Marvel Universe reestablishing and less to what I believe is an Earthbound team of Power Pack. I think that was fair. I think I, I think it was that was good. Yeah, and and, and I, it does seem like Marvel's also, you know, trying to build out a little bit more of their their galactic cosmic side right now too. Because I mean, there have been some giant changes on that side <laughs> in recent hmm. years. So, yeah. um, yeah. Um, in non power pack related ranting, I'm also got a chance to read Captain Marvel numbers 26, which wrapped up the brand new day storyline. Can somebody explain to me why Reed and Sue are apparently the only couple in the Marvel universe that are allowed to stay together? They broke up uh, Angelica and Vance. They broke up Sam and Tabitha. They broke up uh, Julio and Shadowstar. They killed Jean to break her up with Scott and then got them back together and then fucking killed her again. Hey, to be fair, Jean is now back with Scott. Oh, and say, well, this is so, so a lot of these qualms here, a lot of 90s parents that have split up. Um, Sam's married with a child now. Mm-hmm. His wife is a super guardian in the CR. Um, uh imperial guard um julio and shadowstar uh well shadowstar is weirdly his own dad that's a whole other thing um gene like you said is in a throuple with wolverine and scott right now they, actually, uh, t- t- actually more than that because what is it for because 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 uh emma's in there too right so yeah but like... i don't think i don't think emma's fucking gene or logan I think the three of them are fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and Valid. so, I think Emma's Valid. just fucking Scott. Valid. <laughs> this is not us being weird or gross. Go to the um, X-Men books. They give you a layout of the Summer's home. The three rooms that are connected are Scott, Logan, and Jeans. Right. No. I'm not. This, right. It's <laughs> been said, rule one is beat, but there be more mutants. They'd be telling us that these mutants be fucking. Right. I'm just saying. Right. No, no. I mean, they're not very subtle about the fact that these these motherfuckers are fucking. I say with absolute confidence that Scott, Gene, and Logan are all fucking. Right. And and I don't know the order. (laughs) No. They don't. They're. Right. Did you read this week's X-Men? Huh? Did you read this week's X-Men? I didn't read this week's X-Men yet. Did you read last last time? With the, uh, the vault? Yes. 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 They fit, they continue that shit in this week. Okay, good. I got to catch up on that because nigga, um, nigga, yeah. nigga. Yeah. When I tell you that Hickman is taking this from superheroes to full blown, we're just doing science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> it is some shit. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> um, relationship parents. Okay, so this ties back to the medium, the illusion of change. You've got to kind of swirl things around, otherwise the characters in their minds of the of the people who write these things get stale. And also, sometimes a writer comes and says. I've got a story, but it only works if Peter's single. And they say, well, we may have more stories if Peter's single. And that's how you get one more day. And now, with what's happening currently in the Spider books, with Nick Spencer, who appears to be directly addressing it, as the last issue ended with Dr. Strange talking to Mephesto saying, what did you do to Peter Parker? <laughs> and any, so this is just a subtle reminder that any story you don't like, I'll be the gateway to another story. Or it might be referencing a story in the future that the writer who feels like you happened to get some power and undo that motherfucker. Uh, Rogan Gambit got married and Mr. and Mrs. X had a great honeymoon. Um, Kitty is no longer with Peter. She dumped him at the altar. But she also made out with the female tattoo artist who got to kill Shaw on her knuckles. So, and, and they've been playing around the, the Rachel thing and the Ileana thing since Kitty came back from the dead in Marauders. So, I don't know about that. Uh, Danny and Missy broke up. Yeah, but I mean, they're 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 always going to circle each other. Jane and Th- Thor broke up because, frankly, one of them's a god, the other one's Jane. 
and <laughs> Peter Parker. They're pushing him back towards MJ, and which makes this strange stuff very scary. Carol and Rhodey, I get why it's a resonating couple. People liked it, but a lot of things are just like like Clint stated half the Avengers team. Um, because it made sense for the story, or it made the story better. So I, mean, I think that right. I mean it's it, it's it's important to not get so tied to these because again, the next arc would be like, mm, I'd rather have Tigra, or is it? It's I'd rather have Hellcat and Tony Day, which is what's happening right now in Iron Man. <laughs> well, I think we also got to remember, right? When you treat, you got look at. I look at these a lot of these couples. Like you're right, you got your you got your your your, your foundational couples, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Sue and Reed are, are, are never really going to break up, and they've had their their rough t- patches Sue there. Left it. They were right. on the opposite side of the Civil War, right? I mean, so they're. I mean, they have their moments, right? But again, they're all, the, you got to think about it. That book is also about family, so and you yeah. got to remember that sometimes a couple you want to stay together probably shouldn't. I personally would love to see Havoc and Polaris get back together. However, as Lorna has pointed out on the page repeatedly, it doesn't seem to work out. When they try that shit, well, so, but it's, it's that. But also, I, I look at it. We got to look at it like we look at celebrity relationships as well, right? It's like, you know, they live different lives. Things happen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you got to treat it that way. And so, I don't necessarily think it's about comic book writers. And well, seriously, so they would go through a couple of the other the other relationship here. And, and the final line here is, what is it about comic book writers and their determination not to allow heroes to have happy uh, happy home lives? And so I think part of it goes back to what Deepon was saying. We're always kind of, you always kind of work for your next story and things like that. I mean, I mean, we can go over to the DC side, like, you know, the storyline they're telling with the cat and bat and, and with Tom King selling there. It's like, do any of us ever think that that relationship's going to fully, and maybe it will last a little bit longer than we think. But like, also, when you're telling these fictional stories, what's, and this is going to sound so, this is going to sound so villain agenda and so fucked up for me. No, it's but not, like, you're right. What's the fun in that, right? So, so my biggest joke about this is with, why can't I have happy home lines? Cool. I'm going to give you a season of 24 where Kiefer Sutherland doesn't do shit. Right. Watch the ball game. Maybe he does his laundry. Balances his checkbook. And then he goes to bed at a reasonable hour. We're going to call it no 24 minutes. That shit. We're going to call it 24 minutes. Just like. Yeah. <laughs> like no, no, no. We're going to give you an hour. The first six episodes, you're going to watch this nigga sleep. Like, that's how this, you want, you want slice of life? Right. Yeah, it, it does remind me because it's like, yeah, that motherfucker never did really sleep for 24 yeah, hours. He didn't use the bathroom, Chris. <laughs> right. I was like, we haven't stepped out of a urinal or something. Like, oh, sorry about that. Right. I've been running for 14 hours. Right, man. <laughs> man, all that heroin in my in my blood. You know, I just got yeah. well, actually heroin jams you up plenty of right. If you have average, if you have above average heroin usage in your area, you will not be able to find laxatives in your local stores. Fun fact. Huh. Fun fact. There you go. Yeah. You, know, you you learn something new on the character corner every day. I mean on the on the on the mailbag every day. What is this? But no, but seriously, it's like if they if it, if and again, even because you know we go back to the Sue and Sue and, and, and Reed thing, even in their happy home and their happy home lives, there's still a lot of turmoil. They don't break up, but there's a lot of times when you find themselves in the opposite opposite end of the thing and Sue's always getting mad at Reed for like, dude, what are you doing? You have a family. Sue, Reed is the literal embodiment of the absent absent-minded professor. Yes, it's like it, <laughs> right. I mean, and there's plenty of times when you, uh, to be perfectly honest here, there's plenty of times you you watch what's happening and you're like, Sue, leave this motherfucker, leave this man. Like, I I can make a solid argument that Sue and Reed sometimes are not a happy couple, and she should have left his ass a long time ago because like. 
what did you do, Reed? What did you do this time? Well, I built a portal to meet other reeds, and now um, we might have some problems. And, you know, it's like, come on. Come on, guys. Um, yeah. But sorry. Think about, uh, thanks for the email. Uh, let's go to the next one here. Uh, Amani says, so y'all remember when folks said that Infinity War didn't matter because there were no stakes? One of them was just a white, white woman who was crying over a toaster. I mean, she still was crying over a toaster. Real funny I mean, to your boy. Not- that's not accurate. <laughs> that's not accurate. Dog, my work Slack had uh, to make a channel exclusively about WandaVision so people could get their crack theories out like it was lost. The show has people rewatching the whole damn MCU to pick up stuff that they missed for characters they swore up and down they didn't care about. And knowing Disney has a run with Captain and Winter Soldier and Loki back to back, the game is cheating. This is why I've, I've always found it interesting. And this is to me, and again, because we talked about this on the latest um, poll list, I think hopefully think that DC's getting this with their comics, and maybe one day they'll get there with their you know their movies and TV. Relax, we've got a long right. podcast. I know, I know, but like the ability to go back and use stuff even when it it didn't work, it didn't land the first time. Oh, see, that's didn't land every right. The moments between Wanda and Vision landed. The, right. the point is, they mattered then, you make them matter more now. If you right. earn those moments, True. I've heard lots well, of things about the cool-ass, kick-ass fight scenes and, um, oh, whatchamacallit, but none of those moments are earned. Mm-hmm. They're splash pages without any of the exposition. Well, and what I mean by land, it doesn't mean that they weren't important, people didn't like the moments then, but I don't think people understood that those moments that were good would later turn into... Oh I my think god, it over depth to the moment. Exactly. And I and I think, yeah. you know, and, and even for things that didn't land, like let's go over to some things that weren't like WandaVision, but like go back to like Asian the Shield. You know, when you watch the well, right. you know, the episode of the well, at that moment, it was okay, it was fine. But later on, when you really kind of start adding into it, and when they add in other seasons and going back to you, you're like, oh, 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 oh. And it's like that's that stuff that you need. It's it's not this need to go back and we need to rebuild and start from the ground up. It's like, no, how can we take what we had, build on top of it, and make you care about the other stuff? Like you said, make you go back and re- like I would love to see what the numbers were on on, on Age of Ultron after WandaVision. I would love well, to see what those were. That's been super interesting about this is that every time they drop something new, the numbers go up. WandaVision mm-hmm. outclipped Mandalorian, and Falcon Winter Soldier is outclipping WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Which tells you one, Loki's about to be a motherfucking monster, <laughs> and two, they're doing their own marketing. They're making their own gravy by presenting something that people want to see. You're engaging the audience by engaging the audience. You're creating offline and, and online discussion interaction. By I, well, interaction right. and discussion, people who aren't watching want to be involved. Also, week after week, the memes off of their shows, like oh. the the last week of the you know you know the reactions to to not Captain not my Captain America, which is funny because when I hear not my Captain America, I think about people's reaction to Sam. Now it's really everybody going John Walker, not my Cap- this motherfucker. Who is this motherfucker with the shield? We don't like this motherfucker. We don't trust him. like the memes off of this dude. Like the last week, and then the week before that, there was another. There was, like every week, there's a new set of of fucking memes off of these shows that just keeps people going. Well, where'd that meme come from? What I'm not watching. Maybe do I need to watch that? Well, I guess I'm watching it now, and it just builds and builds and builds. It's like 
It's it's organic. It's natural. It's it's, it's breaking into the, it's breaking through the bubble of Marvel or, or Disney into the zeitgeist. Where it's a, like you said, it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Disney, I really need them to hire Chris Cyborg just for a cameo in the first episode of that Mandalorian spinoff. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose your email privileges, Monty man. What the fuck, man? <laughs> she doesn't need to say a word. Just give a head nod to the camera and walk away. All right, for those who don't know Chris Cyborg, Chris Cyborg is the one who literally retired Gina Carano from the world of she's MMA. She's the reason Gina Carano acting. Yeah, she's the reason. Like she beat, she beat because Gina Carano for the longest time was like an undefeated women's champion, right? Then Chris Cyborg came in and literally beat the shit out of her. And Gina Carano said, I'm not fighting anymore. I'm going to become an actress. <laughs> like that, like, there are very few moments where you can watch someone make a decision. Like, oh, okay, cool. So this is over. All right, that's a wrap. Bet. And that you watch Gina Carano like, decide to call her agent and say, yeah, no, I'm firing the fight, motherfuckers. Let's get me in front of a camera. <laughs> I mean, like, do you understand how bad your ass got to be beat? That you decide you want to change fucking careers? No, you, you, no, not just to be you are that motherfucker in your sport. You are the unassailable, unapproachable, unquestioned. And this person puts you in a place so bad that you said never again. I will right. never again get hit in the face by anyone ever. Right. But you beat up like, the rest of them. Fuck the rest of them. No one's touching my face again. Let's go get picked. Like, like even, I, like, like even Ronda Rousey at least took one more ill-advised fight, right, and got her ass and, beat. And, right. and, and then Gina Serrano's defense. Ronda was wrong to right, 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 right. Don't get me wrong. Ronda should right, learn. Right, Ronda right. Should learn from the first answer. Like, right, right. Like, to be fair, to be fair, after seeing what uh what what, what Chris Cyborg did, I probably would have retired too and got it to act. Oh, no one should call her dumb. Right, he wasn't. Oh You're no, she's dumb. That wasn't. That wasn't a dumb. Why is Cyborg joke so funny? Right. We're not calling. We're not saying we understand. We're not saying it's a bad idea. I, we are just explaining to you right. the context of the cyborg. Right. So, this is not a judgment. Because if cyborg hit me once, I'd retire forever. She wanted to retire. Yeah, 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 she yeah. said, I'm tired of recording shit. I'm like, well, guess what? Yeah. 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 I, I watched Chris Cyborg beat up, beat up men. So, no, 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 no. I, I get it. This is a, we do not disrespect Chris Cyborg corner. I want no, that to no, be no, no, no. exceedingly clear. No, 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 no. And, and that's, that's what makes, uh, what's your name? Um, the one who beat her even scarier. Um, just like, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, oh, no, no. Oh, uh Nunes? Yeah, yeah. Nunes? Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. We're, we're talking about you like, all oh, these guys are scared about women. You're goddamn, goddamn right. <laughs> goddamn right. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Listen, all right, all right, this is not a unanimous decision podcast, but let me just explain to you guys women in MMA. <laughs> women, women's MMA is that, that thing where there's not enough women in MMA, or at least, especially around uh, the early, this get, it's getting better now, but women's MMA was at a point where the, if you were fighting in women's MMA, you didn't have other women to train against, so you fought men. You trained against other men in the gym. No. I, this is like, no, I do. No, I'm not fighting somebody who spends all their time going like, well, yeah, I mean, there's no other women to do. So, yeah, I was training with, like, John Jones and stuff. Like, no. And if, not- and if you're trying to discount anything Chris says because it's women, I want you to know something. The women's tournament doubled the men's social media engagement last night with 39 million impressions. Yeah, no. You're no. the chocolate Grow up. Right. The also, change. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm not. I'm not fucking. No. No, thanks. Not fucking with him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not yes, fucking. If, if, if Chris Hopper wants to do that, you should totally get to do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. What happened to Cara Dune? 
Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Place. Imagine not being able to act, getting a Disney check, and informing the bag because you couldn't help being but being an asshole. Yeah, what a shame. Shout out to the CW for that uh, Superman and Lois pilot. I've I've liked Tyler ever since he cameoed on Supergirl, and, and but that was a hell of an opener. I've been accused of being too hard on DC, but it's only because when they do it right, there's such a there's such a rich story to be told that it stands out so much more than when they repeatedly get it wrong. Yeah. I promise I didn't write that sentence. <laughs> I don't know about those. I don't know. Have you watched it yet? I have not. I'm just so far behind. On Chris, okay, so I right hear now, good things. It's on a pandemic break until May. Mm-hmm. There's like five episodes. I might be able to catch up on it then this week. Yeah, you've got. I you know what I'm going to do because I mean, there's no new episodes till May. I'm going to start watching Supergirl because it's going on in the. So yeah. when Lois and, or Superman and Lois went on went on break, Supergirl rolled out. Okay. Yeah, I, I did notice. I'm that. more likely to watch Supergirl now because I miss some super action. Like, I, Chris, <laughs> this show is so got. You and I are going to bring it up, probably talk about it offline, and never record about it. I'm so excited. Oh, great. Um, let's see here. Uh, wait, where's my email? Oh, no, you're still in Omani's. Please finish. <clears throat> you know, so, and shout out to y'all. I've been loving all the content this month, and between the joy in your voices talking about the Invincibles and that Inmetable Realms and Runner Flash, it's been a breath of fresh air. Amani, P.S. I wasn't going to say anything. Wasn't going to say anything, but did you see Ava's Naomi series got a pilot order from CW? How's it going to make it to air before we get another update on New Gods? Oh, we got the update, though. Uh, it's almost like WB just put put out any headlines to win a news cycle instead of coming up with a coherent plan. Um, I'm going to table that for later. Let's table that thought. I have now. thoughts thoughts um uh matthew writes in while speculation time uh uh plus a run on sentence leaning into deep palms uh, marvel tells you what they're going to do with a sense of secret wars or whatever their interpretation of everything ends in secret wars is it's coming agatha telling wanda she will destroy the world with her being the scarlet witch and also a nexus being will be central to the cause of of secret wars and living up to the destroying the world's uh they're calling their shot um We'll see what what's next. I, I'm. I think there's so many. There's a great thing about Marvel right now. There's so many things they could do. Well, there's I, so many things that we know they're doing. Right. We know we they're doing. Know we're going back to space for Love and Thunder. Yeah. We know we're going back to space for Eternals. Mm-hmm. We know we're going to the past for um, Blackwood. We know these things. And. I think right now you're like down the line. You might be right. Like it may end up where she becomes the vessel for like a dark or whatever. There's a lot of ways you can get there. I think right now we're in the equivalent of phase one again. Mm-hmm. This is all table setting, and we didn't see Thanos at the end of phase end of phase one, right? We did get it at the end of phase one because end of phase one was Avengers. So Avengers. we got him. Yeah, you get, so this, you get, we the, get the smile. The Thanos shot as the last yeah. shot of phase one. Yeah, I think that while you might be on the right track, I think that whatever they're going to do, we are things we know. Time travel's coming back. We know Kang's coming. Mm-hmm. So this could be one of those things where it's, we grab one early, like the Ten Rings in Iron. Like, oh my God, the main Ten Rings. Well, which, is, which, is also, until, which, is also, which is also coming back. Yeah, I was saying, but they want that simmer. This could be something that lets simmer. Mm-hmm. But we heard them kids' voices. She was not holding the Happy Time Fun Book. <laughs> so wasn't reading bedtime stories. I, I, that shit was some Seuss, the banned edition. And I think it wasn't banned. They pulled them off their own shelves. Everyone grew up. Um, I think you might be right, but I think that see maybe a link in the chain 
to Secret Wars or whatever comes next. Yeah. I mean, cause I, like you said, there's there's so much they could do. Mm-hmm. And they're not. And here's the other thing, too. And we talked about this on The Flash, what they're doing with the Wilson run. And pulling things like that on the, on the show. I think that's been the interesting thing. And another key difference between... Again, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep this as high level as possible and not go into too many of the other shit. But yeah. like the difference between DC and Marvel is Marvel hasn't been afraid to use some of their newer stuff. You know? Very like we're, so. we're pulling in... Yeah, I mean, I saw, you know, we have the Young Avengers without naming the Young Avengers yet, right? Nigga, when Eli, we, I was like, right. when Eli put his hand on Bucky, it was like, right. it's time to leave. I was <laughs> right. like, oh, no. Right. Oh, no. He is, there's, he, he right. knows who Bucky is. Right. And Eli's like, give me half a chance. Right. I mean, we, give we, me a reason. we, I mean, we have the Young Avengers. We're, we're bringing things like Kang. And again, was, again, I, I just love to remind everybody this, even though people keep speculating when they're going to get it. They still got the big fucking Joker that they're not even hinting at pulling out. We still got the X Men, and they got that pocket ace that you know about with Fantastic Four in the right. Film. That's the other thing too. And, and there's like so they got these things waiting in the wings. They're just like, you guys ain't ready for us to drop this shit, right? And they know that. And another thing too that Marvel knows is anticipation king. So they know everybody's waiting for when they're going to do with the mutants, but like. You don't know when or how, but you're, but that speculation of when and how is going to keep you coming back and back and back. Cause you're going to be afraid to miss it. And so that's what makes them king of this king and Queens of this, right? It's the fact that, you know, they all got his hook, line and sinker. We're going to watch cause we don't want to miss anything. So they could do. And someone's like, I want to, my friends were just kind of speculating. Like, What's the thing you'd want to see? I said, I don't care. I, like, mm-hmm. I trust them implicitly at this point. He said, no, no, what's the one thing you, because he's thinking like big outside the box. I'm like, Annihilation, just make another corner of the universe to kick ass as they made her. Like, let's go do something. Like, but the thing, the answer is, I don't know. I don't care. I'm here for it no matter what. Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, is that thing of this shit sells itself? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, Bible Silver King here. We got another email. Uh, before I get to it, I wanted to make a couple of remarks about the Arrowverse. I like the fine folks at MTR Network. <laughs> I am still watching and enjoying Black Lightning. However, I do not keep up with the news report about Black Lightning and had no idea that um, China McLean was leaving the show. So I was fucked up when season four, episode five, ended with a whole new gen. Yeah, I, 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 again, I don't watch the show, but I did hear that it popped up with a new character. I mean, hey, you know what, though? I, I got to say, the era versus use of this. They've done this before. I mean, they're doing it with, with Ralph. Because I, we didn't bring this up on the on the Flash review, but like they keep hitting on the fact they're going to bring Ralph back. Oh, so when, when else have they done this? They've done this with Ralph, right? And they've done it with. Well, they just did it with. Black, I mean, it's not the same character, but they just did it with. They just changed their lead for um a Batwoman. Okay, so that's two instances in the in Miss Currier. When else has this happened prior to this? When we do um, when do they do this? Exactly. So this is some late CW bargain basement horse shit. That's my point. I mean, is that look, I understand people watching the show, apparently. And if you guys watching this show follow the the consistency of whatever logic they've built for themselves, are still this confused, you're just putting the character off. 
When Ralph comes back with a new face, they can explain it by saying he couldn't graph back to his original form, so he picked a new form. Bingo, bango, new Ralph. Cool. It makes sense within the consistent logic of the show. If the viewers of the show are fucking confused. Oh, well, yeah. Well, let me be fair also you, you here. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, if, yeah. If it's, not, if it's not something that's could establish, like, that, that it's on the table of happening, then I feel like if she wants to leave, let her leave. Yeah. Right around it. Don't well, be like, here's this new woman. Like, what? Well, well, to be fair, I think, I th- so I, I think that the, the difference here with Black Lightning compared to the other two examples we mentioned is, isn't this Black Lightning's last season anyway? So I feel like, so I feel like I'm shocked they're still on the air. So I, I mean, you know, we saw, okay, I get you on that, but I'm saying that with this being their last season, do you just recast and move forward and try to plug plot through? Or do you, do you go to the house while trying to ride around it? Right. I guess, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like, to me, like if this is your last season, you just, you, you recast and keep it moving. Like, that's you, you got, yeah. And that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Then, like, then I, I'm with you. The top. Let's do it the rip. Let's not. Like right. the the tone of the email of like not just I didn't know his casting was happening, but legitimate confusion of what you saw on the screen True. is not if you didn't communicate what you were trying to sell on the screen, that's not on the audience, that's on the communicator. True. That's valid. No, that's valid. That's my and that's my point. It's like the look, if you don't have the shop support, like you can pull it off. If you don't have the shop suit, that's another question. Right. On a related note, we had a power out search here that reminded me to miss that caused me to miss the first 10 minutes of the season seven premiere of the flash. And I completely forgotten that Hartley Sawyer had gotten his ass fired. So it's been the entire episode. Like where the hell is Ralph? Uh, shout out to Daft Punk. Hey, you know what? But again, they're, they're going to just keep it moving. I, I love the fact that also they fucked up his voice too. So, um, on to the actual reason I was emailing. I feel like the argument could be made that the actual climax of the MCU infinity saga was Wanda finding out that she was going to have to kill vision. And everything that happened after the rem- remainder of Infinity War, Ant-Man, The Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Far From Home was all uh, denou- Uh I am predicting here and now that whatever Marvel names the saga that kicks off the Phase 4 will climax with Vision finding out that he has to kill Wanda. Let's say if you... I don't... I'm, I'm not sure why we would think that Vision would have... Well... Why? I mean, maybe the, 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 the proposition you put forward posits that both Wanda and Vision are main characters of the prior saga. True. We know they weren't. The climax is the death of Tony Stark. Right. Everything else is dating more. And so if you want to posit them as central characters in a revisiting of it, that's one thing. But I don't think they're going to rebuild the narrative of the universe around these two characters because as much as I've enjoyed the television offerings, they're going to go big screen to small screen. And the small screen may enhance its big screen thing, but you'll be able to watch these movies and not watch these shows. They'll hold your hand enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's make sure we know what tails are wagging what dogs here. All right. So, also, our... recency bias. Like, yes. that's, that's right. like, that's a recency bias. Like, one and Mission crew of the main characters is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tori writes, uh, Guten Tag, uh, well, I'm emailing again two months in a row, I'm bringing you greetings from Germany, and yes, I know y'all are out there, are out there, be all willy-nilly, who cares about safety, uh, Miami spring, uh, break, there's the, here's the thing, alright, we're Americans, and here in America, 
we do American things like fuck safety. We power through things like, you know, a, 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 a pandemic where we don't give a fuck who dies or lives from it because whatever comes out of it makes us stronger as Americans because we're fucking Americans. That's just... I was, I was, I was against all things you just said. I was on your side <laughs> being sarcastic with it until I saw the gentleman in the Joker face paint with the American flag. <laughs> and I was like, let's I mean, hear I, him out. I mean, is but like I saw that too in down in Miami Beach, Florida, and I'm just going like, son of a bitch. That is no one is the most Florida man thing I've seen all pandemic long. But it's also, god damn it, if it's not the, also the most American thing I've it's seen. It was super compelling. I was like, I think it was guys. I'm like, I'm like, like can Fauci we? never made it rain when he made an announcement. Right. He said just, the Joker's got a plan. I'm just I. I'm both I'm both proud and also embarrassed to be an American at this time. I like I don't know what the like people say American resilience and I'm like they're always thinking of it as a positive thing, but sometimes I'm also thinking of it as like it's, it's really just not a, American hard headed. Right. It's American trauma. <laughs> like we're traumatized people who are just too fucking hard headed to die. It's just it's nothing to be proud of, guys. <laughs> really, really, really fucking is it. <laughs> um Anyway, I'm writing to email to tell you, uh, to say you thought, because that's what Marvel told them, nerds with the ending of WandaVision. They thought they were going to get their mutants, their special cameos, and all the other bullshit theories uh, that were out there in the streets. Kevin and them showed that what the story was going to be about, and y'all just put in your own theories and were wrong. It's up for Deepom. Um, now, the threads left from the show will lead to so much more uh, with all the movies that are shooting or will begin shooting in the next year or so. And then they announced the dual release of Black Widow and who knows what. A hint that'll lead to uh, that'll lead to, and Carol Danvers is still a Debbie wife and mother. Um, I will I will say that I I think that Marvel knows what they're uh, again. Just go back to what we were saying before. Marvel knows all this stuff. They know they know that it doesn't matter. And, and I've gotten to the point that that's why I've stopped when we we have these reviews, not caring about the think pieces and then the and the quote unquote disappointment that comes from you know the missed opportunities. Because I've realized that people are just doing that because they know that's what generates traffic and then they'll still be right there for the next thing coming because they're enjoying it too. If I was with you, I'd hug you because now I'm ready to make you a wrestling fan. Cause you get it. <laughs> yeah. The game is to complain and then say, Oh yeah. Oh. Look, you know, the phrase that you hear in wrestling, that you're going to hear people to this shit. They're leaving money on the table. Yeah. And I want to make something very clear guys. No one knows more about taking all the money off the table. <laughs> Than these motherfuckers, right? I mean, <laughs> like, like I won't say that about wrestling all the time, but this shit, ah, they seem to have perfected the money retrieval process. Yeah, I mean, and I'll say this: we don't know what Black Widow's releasing to, but I do know they moved it after Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I do know they've got a big Stranger Things looking motherfucker with a shield. Mm-hmm. And we do know that the Russian Red Room would have had, could have had access to the Hydra files in Siberia. Mm-hmm. I think that movie is going to matter. I think that I think they plan to drop that movie and then drop this to supplement that. Mm-hmm. And then when they realized that they had to flip it, they're like, "Fuck it, let's just do it." Mm-hmm. Like that's the one. If you look at the order of things that have happened here, yeah. the only thing that has really changed the Marvel rollout has been Black Widow post Falcon and the Soldier. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm real curious because if, okay, so 
by and large, and this goes for comics and movies, they're esoteric properties tied with their esoteric ideas, and their street level shit stays street level. The street level in the Marvel MCU is essentially their military spy Captain America shit, mm-hmm. which Hawkeye is going to be when the TV show comes out. I think that's gonna that's gonna fit in these one two worlds. Spider Man usually bridges the worlds. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what Loki does because it's dealing with time. And because it's such a varied, well, way on touching it, it could touch into uh, Black Widow too. Well, I think there's a, that's, there's a there's a scene in the trailer that kind of makes you feel like they are going to touch on Black Widow, mm. right? Because it makes it seem like it, it's 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 Natasha at the end, at the bottom of the the cliff in Endgame, mm. right? So like I'm I've been quiet about that because I feel like no more enough people aren't talking about that. I mean, there's so much to talk about in that Loki trailer, but I see right. also that one thing, and I was like. That looks like a that looks like a, a redhead in uh you know what I'm like fine we're not gonna talk about that okay fine all right all right cool I'm fine all right fine we'll leave it, we'll let it go leave it alone not gonna say anything about it and go forward from there but you're right I'm I'm and and again they know all this stuff and and it's this idea of if you're talking about my show and, and it's not and it's not and I'm and it's and it's not just it's it's not talking about it in the like that was dumb it's talking about it like I wish there was more and they're like see we yeah. got them hooked. You want more? Okay, cool. We'll give you more. You know, I'll give you more here. We'll give you more over here. And you're going to watch every single bit of it. You know, and and again, the way they've decided now to keep your interest by using their TV show. So now they got you hooked on two fronts. So now you're waiting for the movies to come back while also completely hooked week after week on their, their TV shows and their TV series. Guys, take all our money. They already know we got it. They got us. They're trying to do that, I think. Yeah. Uh, now on to the important stuff. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I feel bad for Bucky. He lost his man due to old age, and then he lost his hair regi- uh, care regiment in his farm in Wakanda because T'Challa said, uh, you go spend time with Steve, a.k.a. nah, you can't come back. Okay, now well, he has- can I stop him real quick? Yeah. Really good point here. You, he lost his man due to old age. The writers have directly been asked about the fandom belief of the bisexuality of Bucky. Mm-hmm. And they said, keep watching. Or to the, something that effect. Mm-hmm. Fingers see. crossed. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Like that, yeah. The fact that the writers felt enough to, to respond to the, the question. Right. And now he has no answer, yeah. you say nothing. So right. let's see it. And now he's a list of a minutes to make like Jason Bourne. I can't wait to see how they turn out. Uh, if they're all like the senator, because that one was hilarious. Now, Captain America, he's, he, he's in for a fight. I like to add that Roe was right in the fact that they that his benefits don't stop, so his family should have had access to them if he if he set up veteran survivors benefits. Again, I, I think we just keep missing the fact that that's again if he didn't get a dishonorable discharge because federal uh, fugitive. Yeah. Federal. Right, right. Fugitive. This is two years on the yeah. run. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the thing we keep we keep forgetting here. Like the same thing with, you know, uh, well, I'll keep reading the rest of you a little bit. And I'm with Deepon when he said he was going to start talking to Bird. I mean, Red Wing is okay, but all we need him uh, to hit that Bird call. Now, contracting for the government be paying and paying, but as y'all stated on the review, are the conditions attached to Sam's contract? Sam got to learn name recognition only works for the whites and getting that free-free. Uh, but what we've seen of Sam in action, he's been on that hero workout plan because he was giving uh, Batroc the business like Steve did in Winter Soldier. 
all the parallels. I can't wait to see what the, what's to come for the show, especially with the little hints that they've already dropped. Deepom picked up on, which means listen to him now, believe him later. And great, uh, great value, Captain America and his razor chin give, uh, gives him away. So when Sam beats his ass, I'm going to uh, catch a noise complaint here in Germany. Well, like I was saying, I think they mentioned his last episode because I think that the email came out before the, the second episode and obviously before the third. Um, mm-hmm. when, when, again, Sam kind of brought the fact that when Bucky was like, well, just steal the shield from him, was like, we were fugitives. Because I know a lot of people were like, oh, Tony Stark, you know, didn't give the Avengers money. I was like, yeah, but um, Tony and Sam were never Avengers together. Because by the time uh, Tony came back to the Avengers and back to funding them, you know, um, Sam, Sam was on the run. Sam had, Sam had been with Cap and had been locked up in the raft. So technically, he was never an Avenger with, with Tony. So it's like... They were Avengers together because Tony's still working with them when Civil War happens at the beginning. He's not he's a non-combatant, but he's still working with them. He's still yeah, I think he was funding them then, and then that got... Trying to get after, the after the thing, Civil right. War... There's no Avengers for two years. That's the thing is there exactly. was no Avengers for two years. Exactly. Which also kind of goes to this idea of when you think about just the, the, the attitudes of people we've been seeing and their mm-hmm. attitudes in this new world about heroes. Right? We're getting back to this idea where it goes back from people being excited to see heroes and now they're like, didn't they cause this problem? You know, and, and sowing that fear. Which also could be leading because Bring this up, and it's gonna be interesting with them going here into episode three, talking to the to, to Zemo. Could this also be the resurgence of 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 Hydra? You know, so that'd be yeah. interesting. Well, that's my time. I bid you all a good day and safe as you can get in the United States. Uh, and as always, fuck Mario Chalmers. Chalmers. Uh oh, here uh, we got a follow. Um, sorry, I forgot to add in my email the casting of Helen Mirren in Sazam Two. I'm happy they're in the casting phase. However, comma space, I'm upset Marvel didn't snatch her up. If they're gonna, uh, if they're going deep into the Spider Verse, she would have made a great Madam Web, in my opinion. Um, so here's my thing about Helen Mirren. Uh, which one of the kids is she playing? I hate you. I didn't know it was coming. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> You can make an old kid joke. Watch. There it is. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Come on, come on, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, you left. You left it there. You left it there for me. Um, yeah. I mean, them kids gonna be old as hell, though, man. <laughs> Look, Just... I don't. What's the plan? <laughs> there I is no plan. Like, I have to say it. There is no plan. Good lord. Uh, here we is. go. Um, back with smoking here. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with Roe as a fellow military brat who also served myself. There's a strong chance that Sam wouldn't have had any benefits to be lost. At least not at any of his family would have been entitled to. They, you know, I got to honestly say that I really do appreciate you guys being this interested in this aspect of the show. I don't. I just like, I look like between Roe being upset about it, Latoya and now we coming back and disagree. Like, I'm just like, you guys are really stuck on the military benefits of this fusion. So, so, guy. so like, like, I'll be honest, like, this is like me watching those have improvement shows and being like, I right. know Morgan's work. You guys are idiots. Right. Did you see Flipper or whatever the fuck? Like, I'm like, I, my wife watched it. Like, I can't. Like, I yeah. know, no, I can't watch this. So I understand having a particular thing that you know a lot about take you out of something. Right. I get, yeah. I, hey, I get pulled out of movies all the time because I'm like, Bad Boys 3, that's a downtown Miami, that's a downtown right. Atlanta tra- chase. What the hell? Like, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I get it. But, man, that's right. a super specific one. Right. You are not getting me to care. I'm right. <laughs> they haven't actually said how old Sam is supposed to be. 
I don't think, but I think he was born in or before 1975. He wouldn't have been old enough to be retired uh, when we first see him in Winter Soldier, even if he enlisted straight out of uh, school. Now, he, Sam was honorably discharged, which would have made him eligible for uh, benefits, but for the purposes of collecting on that, I imagine that the blip would have made it difficult to confirm a death. As soon as how he was a fugitive at the time, it probably wouldn't have been super high on the DOD's list of priorities. Plus, well, you know, racism. I got to... So gotta... stop, 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 stop. The point of the show... Was, was the last one right? Yeah. I, again, Racism. again. I think you guys have just. I appreciate your. your I appreciate your enthusiasm, but guys, the whole point is. It's. it's I read that email and I looked at. I was like, oh my god, how did I get so deep in these weeds? I, I'm up to my waist in weeds. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, just one of you. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, guys. Um, yeah. I think the point. The point here was. It was racism. That's all we need. Like, right? 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 I mean, I think I think everybody's going a long way around to say that, guys. The whole point here that schism. That's all we're trying to go for, guys. The schism. All right. All right. Uh, last email here. Uh, this is from Chris. It says, "Hey, Chris and Deepom, I'm sure your episode will more or less cover it since it's out. But the, with the Snyder Cut release, actually, we weren't actually going to cover this until somebody emailed us. And I appreciate—I gotta say this—I appreciate this being the only email about the Snyder Cut. Thank you. Um, it's wild to me the various reactions that the film has gotten. Uh, getting straight to the point. So to me, it's not wild, right? And I, I don't want to start right there. At this point, going through this, right? It's not wild to me the reaction that the film getting. At this point, at a four-hour film. You knew whether you, if you're going to watch this film at some point, you wanted to see this film. I do not believe that more people hate watch stuff as people they claim. So even the people that say they were going to hate watch it, I believe in some kind of way still wanted to see it. So at that point, this is why um, you see this happen with um, older cult bad films that when you start, if you start throwing them on the Rotten Tomatoes and they never were on Rotten Tomatoes before, their scores actually probably a little bit better than they should be. Because the people that are going to watch them and talk about them are the people that want to see them. If you somehow have four, and again, maybe it's, I'm jealous at this point because I don't have, you know, normally have four hours of time to waste a, a, in, in any kind of day. But if you have four hours of your day that can waste away to watch the Snyder Cut, you wanted to watch the Snyder Cut. I want to say this. I'm not Chris. I totally have four hours to kill. I'm not going to watch Snyder Cut. <laughs> Here's how much I'm not going to watch Snyder Cut. I got so bored this week, I downloaded MLB The Show. I've been playing base, video game baseball for the last three days. I'd rather do that than watch the fucking Snyder Cut. Yes. It was on sale for 20 bucks. It's not, baseball's fun digitally, apparently. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, getting to the point, and actually, there is one more email. It did come in last night. So I, I always... knew it. Yeah. Um, getting straight to the point, this movie being four hours long highlights why I understood uh, highlights why I understood why uh, WB wanted the film to be two hours because it only needed to be two hours. Granted, they could have at least let Snyder get two and a half hours. No, it, please so, stop that. Give a nigga rope on be a cowboy, Gus. Right. No, not two and a half. They gave him two. Yeah. Learn how to work on your fucking restraints. No. Because reportedly, according to Snyder in a recent interview, he had a two and a half hour cut ready to go. No, he didn't. Stop. No, he did. How dare you repeat that fucking lie? Stop, stop, stop. At this point, we... To say the words, he had blank ready to go is an egregious, violent lie that is so ahistorical and in denial of fact 
I have to question if you're actually conscious when you say it. They because he's- told you this movie was done, and $80 million later, nigga, I saw Martian Manhunter. 10% of the movie's in slow motion. Fuck this movie. Fuck its existence. Fuck anyone who wanted to see it. Fuck anyone who wasted their time seeing it. And fuck, triple fuck anyone who watched it in grayscale. Motherfucker, it is in 4-3. 4-3? You all should have had it. Zack Snyder should be brought up on fucking war crimes. 4-3? You need to sit for four hours watching 4-3 and then have the all fucking audacity to lie about it? No. Sorry. I've been saving that shit. I was so goddamn worried about this shitty movie. Oh. Fuck. I'm so mad. They re-release it in grayscale, Chris. I can thank someone. Like, oh, I think it was Dan Slot that said they're releasing grayscale. They're gonna remove the last two percent of color from the film. I four three. Nigga, if I was excited, if it said four three, I would have turned it off and be like, Zack Snyder owes me three years and be lying for him. I, this, I mean, so I again, the, the director's I, vision is an appreciably worse version visually of the film you want to see. I enjoy. I am going to. Like I said, I was trying to avoid this, but like, there's always been two problems I've had with this. One, well, uh, several problems. One, since the beginning, we've always known, as somebody who understands how films are made, that Zack Snyder was lying about the Snyder Cut being done, right? And since the beginning, this man has done nothing but manipulate the situation to make himself seem like a victim. You know, uh, one of the people from WB recently came out and also admitted that, Ray F- guess what? Surprise, surprise! Ray Fisher was lying! WB's investigation didn't find anything. They didn't find any acts of racism against him. All that stuff about Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon's a piece of shit. But nothing was found out of the WB. Like, none of that was related to the Snyder Cut. None of it was. So, again, what you're having here was this whole big... A whole big production was put behind Zack Snyder leaning on a toxic fan base to get his, to push AT&T and somebody to give him a chance to make his movie the way he wanted to make it after being told up front before he started filming that it should only be two hours. He did his own thing anyway. He admitted at some points that they told me to do this. I did it anyway. I didn't care. So the fact that he was told by his boss to do something and he ignored it and somehow he comes off as being the victim in all this, right? Using a toxic fan bases, and even though he eventually, at the last minute, decided to turn against some of them, not all of them, some of them, you know, because he got what he wanted, utilizing Ray Fisher to pretend like everything was a victim and that he was the real victim and all this stuff, even though it comes to find out that, no, that was lying, that none of that happened. To get everybody to look at the idea that this is all Josh Whedon's fault. Josh Whedon did this. Josh Whedon did this. Josh Whedon did this. Josh Whedon's a piece of shit. Period. Right? Yes. But Josh Whedon isn't the reason why the theatrical cut of Justice League was a mess. The reason why the theatrical cut of Justice League was a mess was because Zack Snyder left it as a mess because he didn't listen to what his bosses told him they wanted him to do. And why did his boss tell him to do that? Because he had missed their targets financially for the two films before. This is not about, well, Zack Snyder's vision and we need to give him a chance to do No. This is an entitled white man who use people of color as a shield. I asked this question on Facebook. When people were going, yo, well, Josh Whedon did cut all the people of color out of the film. No, no, no. People of color in the film were added in there. All of a sudden, like, they had no roles in all the, the two previous films that, that Zack Snyder had. 
But he decided when he was told that he could only have two hours for a film, all of a sudden, all these people of color show up in this film and miraculously get, get cut. I'm like, well, why didn't you have those? Why, 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 why didn't you have those before? He started humming, lift every voice, and singing, and became a tireless supporter of black representation in the film. Right. And it never occurred to him in any of his other. Y'all niggas want to act like this motherfucker, the one time, has made the best movies ever, and at the same time, he's never made a fucking movie. Like, he's never had the opportunity to cast who he wanted to cast. He always cast shockingly. Well, well, we're making we're making it seem well, we're making it seem like Zack Snyder is some indie director who isn't a big name director who's gotten chance after chance after fucking chance, and was handed the keys. Name is good movie. Name is good movie. No, 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 this is not about this is not this is not about good movies, right? This is about him being given chance after chance and being given almost a billion dollars, American American dollars, and this is going to lead into what we're talking about. With uh, let me finish the other two emails, and we're going to get back to because all right. At any rate, do you guys feel that WB low-key regrets going through with the placating the center? I should have read this after the other email. I'm, I'm gonna come, Chris, I'm going to come back to your email. I'm going to read this last email. I'm going to come back to this. Because it's going to lead into the one topic we're going to, a couple topics we're going to talk about before we end it anyway. So I'm going to come back to finish that email. So Robert wrote in, hey guys, hope, hopefully I'm not late. I'm, wa- I'm watching The Flash and Barry Grant is doing a great job taking over as the patriarch of the Arrowverse. But am I the only one that misses Oliver Queen? Of course not. He was such a good leader, and it's weird watching these shows, knowing that he won't be there to help when we have another crisis type event, even though that won't be for a while. Anyway, I hope that you all are having a good day, and thanks for answering my question, last question about the changes in text comics over the years. Your insight was really helpful, and you answered my question perfectly. I have another question for you. If you guys could team up one Marvel superhero with, uh, with one from DC, who would you like to see fight some crime together? My choices are The Flash and Spider-Man. Uh, they are my favorite from each publisher, and their personalists seem like they would click. Thanks, guys. How about you? You've read the email. Before I know I now. did. No, no, I, no, no. I no, no. Honest answer, I didn't. I literally checked, and I was like, "Oh, wait, there was one more." I literally did not read this email beforehand. Sorry. This is, I'm putting um, you on the spot. Yeah, I'll be on the spot. That's fine. Um, Diana and Aurora. Hmm. That's a good choice. Like, I think, yeah, a god. I mean, they're both heroless goddesses, both royalty, whether it be Wakandan queen or her prior royalty, or honestly, royalty among the mutants on Earth. She's an omega level mutant, ridiculously powerful, and Diana's essentially a warrior goddess. Like, I think that they could both find ways to do good in without having to be as destructive as possible because the restraint is what defines both characters. Because there's so much power in their hands. Yeah, you gave a you gave a really thoughtful, even on the spot answer, things like that. You're not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> uh, I want the Suicide Squad and and I this new you. Hellions team. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I hate you as much. Right, I'm just like because I was thinking about it. I was trying to give a real answer too. Then I was like, you know what? Because you know, I saw that trailer for the Suicide Squad. We're gonna talk about that in a minute too. Um and um. James Gunn, thank you. Um, so there's that, and yeah, I was Bob like, I was about to lock James Gunn the fuck up, right? Okay. And then, and then, you no, know, it's not gonna happen. You leave again, right? And then, and and then, I was thinking about just that Hellion scene with, with, with Sinister. It's just fucking hilarious and bad. So I'm like, that would be just such a funny book right. to see team up to, you know, just do things like we're all gonna. <laughs> they had that Idril. We're all gonna die. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm here for that shit. So, um, all right. So going back to this email, it'll lead into talking to this other shit. So the finish of the email for Chris is, 
at any rate, do you guys feel WB low key regrets going through with the placating the Snyder fan Not base? Low key, I think it's a higher key right. than low. That wanted this film, especially with how even right now people wanted more from this vision, despite the outcome rate outline saying they're done with it. No, okay, so I know you've got answers. Yes. One, of course they regret it. Snyder regrets it. When they were doing the opening night stream, they had one of the big Snyder, pro Snyder podcasts on there, and he directly repudiated them and one of their hosts on the air. Um, which means that he's even more despicable he's willing to tap, tap into something that he knew was toxic and evil to, to further his own aims. Um, you're saying people want more, they don't want more. This is work, this is lower stream that weekend than Wonder Woman 84 was. People don't want to see this, they don't want it because they're on the internet and loud does not mean they're important or matter. These are people who did not carry this movie forward the first time, did not carry it forward the second time, and only by whining and throwing a temper tantrum, reminiscent of their leader, Zack Snyder, they get what they want. You cannot reward this behavior by continuing to fucking do it. We really, really want it. Eat shit. If you're not, I, clearly, these people will watch anything. So let's reach out to more people who want to watch something good. Yeah, no, I mean, I, um, yeah, it, um, the, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm upset because like, I've always said this and it was partly joking, but also partly seriously, you don't negotiate with terrorists. And I, while I understand there were some people that were like, oh no, we just wanted to see Star Wars Vision. I, I think people vastly underestimated just how toxic the fan base was. I, I, find I don't think they did. I think that they knew and they that us saying that they underestimated it well, is, no, is just playing in their fucking hands. No, 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 no. I, I mean, certain people. Like, for instance, I think when Snyder says that shit, he's fucking lying and full of shit. All right. I mean, there are I three legitimately people that aren't as tuned into this stuff as, as as you and I, who aren't online like that and don't. I think there are generally people who just didn't know that. Um, the, uh, but like, um, yeah, you don't do this because what you've done is I, I call it, they call they, they star Wars, their fan base. Star Wars had the same issue with, you know, and, and I, I think the Mandalorian and what they've done is kind of starting to bridge that gap between these places. Um, we had people that were, you know, you had the original, you you had a you had a figure in George Lucas who was just like represented Star Wars so much, but also might not have been the best storyteller for certain things. But he had a cult following. Then you start realizing that he wasn't the one that really was actually saving the stuff, and some of the ideas that he had were dumb. But then they give him the prequels, and you have people going like, "Ooh, ooh, yeah, what is this?" But then you also have some people going like, "Well, I like this shit." So now you have a deep divide between. The originals and the prequels and what's going on there. Then you have people going out there running their own, like, you know, uh, it's in the universe stuff. Then you come in with Disney and they have their stuff and they're doing really good. But then you get that last, the last Jedi and you have people trying to, you know, bridge the gap between. And it's like, it basically makes everybody un- unhappy, right? And then they finally come in with the Mandalorian and you're like, there's a way you can do this in a way that makes kind of everybody happy and also shuts out the toxic parts of the fan base. And shut that shit down, right? They had to kind of find that way. DC still in that like WB still in that first phase of not mm-hmm. realizing that you're generating a deep divide in your fan base. 
Whether you have the toxic side that is all Snyderverse this, and they're not going to accept anything other than Snyderverse to the point that they were trying to, and it didn't matter, but they were trying to review bomb Godzilla versus King Kong to restore the Snyderverse. Like, that's the stuff you're dealing with, you know? Uh, and, and, and uh, uh, what? How do you go back from this? How do you bounce back? So they 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 had some. I, I don't have the. I really wasn't going to talk about it like this. Um, there was some somebody who gave an interview. Was like double down the fact that from W was like, yeah, we're moving on from the Snyderverse. We're not going to carry over. We're not doing they, anymore. They said they did. They regretted it before it dropped. Yeah. The execs were like, yeah, this is a a billion dollar mistake. Yeah. So, um, the so so you so you you have that. And but but even even beyond this idea of giving in, what you've done is you've now told the people who were backing this that it works. Mm-hmm. So now bad behavior. Well, and and now even when they come in and say, "Oh yeah, <clears throat> we're not going to um, we're not going to support this. We're not going to give him more movies." Why would I if, if I if I'm a Snyder cut person? Why would I believe you? You said that last time. You said there was no Snyder cut. You it's, said you weren't gonna... going to the extortion people extorting you and saying, "We'll pay you this time. You're gonna come back, right?" Sure. Right. Right. It didn't work the last time. No matter. No. No matter. How, no matter. Like, because even now, even me, somebody who's not for the Sunrise and not watching that bullshit, even I'm like, "Well, why would they believe you when you say you're not gonna? You're, you're moving forward. When you say, "No, no, believe us this time. We're gonna move forward with new stories and we're moving away from the Snyder cut in the Snyderverse. Why would I believe you?" Because you said that before, and it turned out to be false. So you're liars, and no one's going to believe you until yeah. you tell the truth. Like you're, that's the thing, right? They just got to do some shit. They can't. This whole we're going to announce something and not pull it off. That shit's but, over. But 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 here's the problem. But here's the problem. Even if it takes them, even if they go for the next two years, you know, saying we're moving on, moving on, moving on. The Snyder Cut thing happened after two years, three years of them saying we're moving on, moving on. So it's like you you you're always gonna have the people that have that hope until you flatly come out and somehow I don't know drag you know Zack Snyder carcass through the street like he's fucking Savitar dragon fucking Barry <laughs> Allen like you gotta do some shit like that in order because otherwise why not go with release the Ayers verse and, and and the air cut and things like that it works you gave into that toxic fan base you gave into it what are you gonna do? And that leads into the next thing here, right? Which is where, you know, everybody always says, oh, Chris Deepom, you guys are being so hard on DC. You you never believe when they announce it because they just announced, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams' Superman project. Again, <laughs> you asked me why I didn't get excited and didn't feel some kind of way when they announced that Ta-Nehisi Coates was writing a Superman project with J.J. Abrams producing, right? Well, let me tell you why. Remember that project, The New Gods, that was written by one of our favorite writers, Tom King, and being directed by uh, Avery DuVernay. Well, today, literally, literally 20, 12 hours after we decided that we weren't going to do a mailbag and we were delaying it because we didn't think possibly there would be any fucking news coming out in 12 hours. We got to stop thinking that. I got to stop thinking that. That's just, that's, that's my bad. We get, a, we get a report that apparently is not not neighbor fool's joke ever do duvernay's new gods and james wan's the trench dc movies are not moving forward at warner brothers 
No one's ever allowed to ask me why I say the things I say again. Ever. Warner Brothers because... and DC. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Go finish it. Yeah. Sorry. Because this is the project that I've thrown in my face when I said they don't they just announce shit. Well, Avery talking to their writing. Cool. They don't they just announce shit. Remember Steven Spielberg was attached to Blackhawks? Mm-hmm. Nigga, do you think they're going to make a Blackhawks movie? <laughs> Like some of this shit, I'm like, y'all need to say that shit out loud to yourselves. That's a piece of advice to give some of my friends sometimes. Well, we, say what you call yourself, leave this on a voicemail to yourself, and then play it later, and then you'll know how stupid you sound in person. Well, we were always we were always wondering how they were going to announce and do a new God's movie if they were moving off of Zack Snyder, and Zack Snyder had decided he was going to go the whole dark side route anyway, right? And so we were always just like, that's weird. You know, also, you're not Marvel, where Marvel's doing internal, uh, the Eternals, but, you know, has already done Thanos, but, like, you can do that. That can work. You can do that. You all, you've also, you've also earned our trust, and we're, like, exactly. in, in name anything you want. You, when you, you've established your audience. The audience yeah. is clearly in on everything. Yeah. DC, you're trying to create one. Stop. I'm so frustrated. Right. And then, and then, and then, what, what frustrates me, and this is what gets me, right? What gets me angry about what they did with Ava DuVernay and, and, and Tom King is what they do with all these fucking projects, right? And this goes back to my anger at them giving into the center cut thug. You're able to give $70, $80 million to a whiny, privileged white dude to fin- quote-unquote finish his vision. Right? Start a new movie. Start, right. Finish his vision after he missed his fucking targets and you gave him chance for the chance and he repeatedly didn't listen to what you guys were telling him to do after you gave him almost a billion fucking dollars, right? But then they have no problem using the hottest names in, in black talent and in, in people of color talent and, and, and black characters, people of color characters, diverse characters to announce projects that never get the fuck off the ground. That is what pisses me off. People are like, why are you so hard on DC? Because of shit like this, nigga. Because they do shit like this. They drop it and then they go, and then they use this to get the, the, the get the, the, I remember when this fuck got fucking dropped. I remember when they dropped, oh yeah, we got Ava. You know, she's hot on the, you know, hot off of this other stuff. We're getting, we were thinking that she was going to get named for something for Marvel. They, Marvel acquired her. For um, and she actually turned down Black Panther and recommended that Ryan Coogler do it. So we were all thinking, oh yeah, and she had done a wrinkle in time. So we were like, you know, Disney trying to go after her. Disney trying to go after her. DC grabs her, announces her. We're gonna have her do New Gods. Then we they, and they, and they grabbed they grabbed the attention at that time, right? Because I want to say they do this when you look up when they announce these stuff. I can't remember exactly when they announced this one, but I'm pretty sure it was right before something that Marvel was gonna announce. Because they do that shit all the time. Because they want to try to steal a, a, a news cycle away from Marvel. So they drop this information, and then you don't hear anything about it for a year. Then when you finally hear about it, guess what, guys? We got her. Guess who got writing the script with her? Tom King. Because, again, Tom King, hot shit. Coming off of some hot shit he's done. Coming off of Batman. You know, right, matter of fact, it was right after he got off of, he was ending his Batman run. And if I remember correctly, he was ending his Batman run also to, to go work on New Gods script, right? A little bit, right? We're in it a little bit early, so we can write the new guys. 
right? So we're doing that. Then a year later, two years later, we get this news. Oh, guys, we're not moving forward with it. Even worse, because later on in the article, they even say, well, the reason why they're not moving forward, uh, yeah. <laughs> the reason why they're not moving forward with it is, uh, I want to get the exact quote here. New Gods would have been a sprawling tale. Uh, New Gods, which would have been a, a sprawling tale, was complicated by the fact that his villain, Darkseid, disappeared in the major foil, ma- appeared as a major foil in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and there was a desire to have a space between the latter and any new appearances. Nigga, what? So I didn't not, know that. So, so not only, so not only. Oh no! So not only did you say you're not moving forward with it right now, but the reason is because you all decided to give Zack Snyder, the privileged white man, seventy to eighty million more dollars to complete his vision, and now that's going to step on the, pro- the on the toes of a black woman's project. Nigga, like I said. This better be my only. Th- my only happiness is that some. I know some of these people when they get announced, they get a check. The the well, there's that, and like I, I'm just gonna say, nigga, this better be an open false joke. This better be the most self aware. I want to be wrong on. Please let me this, be wrong. This this better be the most self aware April Fool's joke, because if not, this goes back and backs up everything I've been saying about WB. But the clown show is over at WB. Because you gave in the terrorism and you gave in to letting Zack Snyder f- fulfill his prophecy. And, and again, the, 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 the leeway that this white man was being given that a person of color would never be given. Ever. To get, to beg, to go around. Because hey, again, guys, it was Zack Snyder all, the t- all along. Backing all this up. Egging on his fan base. Egging on the most toxic groups in there, you know, having the back end of people like Ethan Van Driver and things like that, right? Mm. Right? Had no problem not calling those people out at that time until he was able to get his vision going forward. Even right again, remember back in January and February when you did an interview, oh no, there's no toxicity in my, in my fan base. Then why did you just call it out, Zach? After the fact. There was no toxicity before the movie came out. You can't use it anymore. Right. Because now that you've used it, again. And, 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 then, and then James Wan's project, the, the Trench, which, again, I wasn't a fan of Aquaman. But again, to my, and, and my view is if you're going to give this kind of money to Zack Snyder to finish his fucking vision, why the fuck are you, are, why the fuck are you canceling any fucking project by anybody who's not a white man? I want to see a tape of the pitch. I, I want to see what he said. I'm legitimately curious. Of who? Where he was like, hey, you remember that pitch? I can still pull it off. Give me more money. And they were like, eh, all right. Like, I, I'm just, I, like, how, how dare you the first thing you come out and say you're going to cancel the project of two people of color after giving this white dude more money to do this? And I don't give a fuck what you're doing about, oh, well, we brought in a Latina uh, Supergirl and we're doing, no, nah, fuck that, man. Oh, we're doing Blue Beetle now. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't believe anything. Here's the thing. Your, your track record is so bad. You just announced that you finally have fully cast Black, uh, the Black Adam film, and you have another release date, the third release date so far, right? I still don't believe you. 
I still don't believe you. This is going to, uh, Black Adam is going to go into New Mutants territory where I can see a trailer and I'm still going to be like, eh, 50 50. 50-50 is going to come out. You've earned that track record because of shit like this. Right? I, I was, I graduated, it was my first Christmas out of college <laughs> and they announced Black Adam. <laughs> my 15 year college reunion is no shit spring 2022. <laughs> That's not a joke. You guys should make it a thousand percent true. You make it make it a trip to go see Black Adam? <laughs> the, the, no, because reunions are in May. And this is coming out in the fall. <laughs> My continuing reunion will occur before this movie. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I just So and it's important to remember things that we're just saying. When you get mad that we don't accept or react when they lie to us. I don't like being lied to. Right. Call me crazy. Never enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and that's my problem. Like, why didn't we get excited about the, this new Superman film? Because, again, again, the timing of it, you've announced J.J. Abrams and Tenehasi Coach working together. I'll believe when I see it. Mm-hmm. Because now... Right now. Ghost is fucking up that, that Captain America run. Right. Holy shit, he's writing that book. Because I'm like, what if that falls through too? Like, where's the proof that this is going to happen? Where's it on the, where, where's the timeline? Is it on the schedule? It's not even on the schedule yet. You have no timeline for it. And when there's no timeline... Their schedule's a lie. Well, well, I know their schedule's a lie, but here's the thing. When you're not even on the schedule, like New, New Gods wasn't even on the schedule, then it's really a fucking lie. It's hopes and dreams. It's yeah, we hope to get it. Fuck this, man. I'm I'm just tired. Welcome. Um, this is where I, welcome to where I've been. Yeah. You're here now. I'm I'm dead ass serious. Like this is like the frustration where you're like, I'm tired of caring. That's where I got. That's where I am. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting to give a shit. Yeah. And um, but I will say this. There's there's light at the end of the tunnel. And we're gonna end on a good note here. What's this light you speak of? Cause, 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 nigga, that Suicide Squad trailer. N- look, <laughs> nigga, I hit that. I, I hit that John Wick. I'm thinking I'm back in, nigga. I was not ready. <laughs> the speed with which my convictions about not watching DC evaporated. <laughs> All it takes is a good movie. Clearly, I'm for sale. I got no spine. It was easy. It was easy for me to boycott DC. They boycotted themselves. Right. This shit, we got a whole new bag of problems. Right. Right. I was like, I'm apologizing to Susan now, like, because we see it in this. Right. I saw. I saw the Red Band trailer, and then nigga, they just read. They released another trailer today. He, he released another. I saw April, it today. Yeah. And I'm like, that trailer was even better. And Red Band is still good. I'm like, nigga, I'm all the way in. Like I'm not even like this is this is James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie is one of those ones where I'm just gonna pretend like it's not even a DC film and just go nope. in and be like it's just it's just oh. I love this art house James Gunn movie right <laughs> I love I love what James Gunn has done with this Elba right <laughs> like I I'm I'm so in on the, like that to me is where I have that that feeling of see. And again, haven't seen the film yet, but I'm just looking at the trailer going like, see, this is what you guys could do. You guys have it in you. You have it in you. I feel like the end of Bad Boys 2, 
that's how you shoot from now on. Like, right, right. You know, like, we right. need to talk to them about expectations of what they've done for themselves. Right. Because now, I know you can do it. Right, and that's not it's the problem, like, too. It's like getting the A on the test, and the teacher's like, see what happens when you study? And you're like, fuck you, I cheated. But, like, you can't say that. <sighs> they cheated by stealing James Gunn. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like, if the plan is wait for right-wing trolls to chase a director you want off of a product he actually wants to be on, do one of your brother. Actually, you know what? As I say it out loud, not the worst. Well, so here's the other problem, too. And here's the thing. I've, you, you reminded me of something here. I think I'm wondering if the reason why James Gunn's able to do this is because he's also now also, he's still also doing Guardians of Galaxy 3. So now DC's like, well, fuck, you know, we can't chase him off because he's like, he's not going to put up with our shit. <laughs> right? It's like, it's literally that he's got the Marvel armor of nigga, I'm good over it. I'm, I'm, I'm good in the hood. You know, I would give him, I'd let him do, I'd let him do the Adam, Adam Strange arc he clearly wants to do. Mm-hmm. They're like, you've got the next cure. We'll let you be the five of space. Right. Well, I mean, we kind of feel like they I, were letting him do that anyway. Remember, the, remember before he had kind of gotten fired and got hired back. They were talking about doing it anyway, that he was going to be their architect of the cosmic. And, and then it's started, already, yeah. the thing about it is when they announce it like that, it's because they want you to know if they decided to do it anyway, they don't have to tell us. Right. They're going to give him that power. I'm like, you know what it is, dog. Yeah. Your check will reflect it. You don't need to know the press. We'll mm-hmm. announce it later. Mm-hmm. Street's too hot right now. Right. I am ecstatic at what they've given us and what they continue to give us. Um, not them, them being Marvel, not DC. Right. Um, but they're, they're, these Marvels need to, you know, we got to get some space, got to let this thing breathe, got to let you go for a second. Really did pay off for them because those trailers are engaging. They, one thing I loved about these trailers that isn't clear, I watched the old trailers too, the um, Ayers version. Mm-hmm. They don't establish what the Suicide Squad is in the trailers. Yeah. Here they're like, Bombs in your head, you fuck with us, you're going to go boom. Like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and you, you got the high concepts immediately. Right. And, and you literally have the fact that there's a team of, you also have way more commendable people, it seems like, <laughs> on this team. You're like, oh, so many of you guys are going to die. <laughs> oh, a lot of red shirts. Where, 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 whereas, whereas in the other trailer, it's like, you didn't really, you had one, which also didn't turn out to be the Native American character, which is yeah. bad. Um, so you really didn't get, but in this trailer, I feel like I feel like a lot of them are not gonna make it out of this. That's... I don't think Cena makes it out. Right. I mean, he's got. I mean, he's already got his own. Um... He's got a show, but they'll do a prequel right. thing for God. Like exactly. Young uh, right. He wants. Right. So there's there's so many people here that can that that are gonna die, and it feels good about it. And then you also have King Shark, and he's so just Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> who's also in Guardians too. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. That boy James Gunn good at this shit. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely is. He's got a plan, and it seems like he's got a plan. He walks into everything with a plan, because Suicide Squad, he could have been like, give me the money, I'll do what you gotta do, but I'm, I'm going home at the end of this. But it feels like he really did step out and say, let's tell some stories in the future. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Right. So, yeah, I'm I'm, 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 like I said, I wanted to end on a good note. I saw them trailers. There's probably some other stuff we can talk about, but that's the one thing I saw. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in. You got me, DC, on something that 
I don't have anything to complain about. Not even with like I like the Shazam film, but I was nervous about it coming in. And even now with Shazam two, I'm like, them kids are gonna be too old. Here was like this is the first time for a DC film where I'm like, in from the beginning. Yep. No, no, no. If no. what's about it? No. I got a question. Did you see the picture of the the um, young black kid from Stranger Things, Caleb? Yeah. Um, nigga, we old. I know. <laughs> I was like, you should be nineteen. I was like, no, he's not. That's what. He was lying on the internet. This poor man. baby. Like, nope, he's nineteen. Like, oh no. That, but that, but that would make me old as shit. That can't be right. Mm. <laughs> Uh, creepy mortality. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we had a, a long ass mailbag. So, um, there were a lot of emails. So, in our uh, defense, they started it. They did start it. They started. It, so, all right, folks, uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Movie trailer reviews, uh, MTR Network, uh, and uh, movie trailer reviews. MTRnetwork.net. Uh, subscribe to Super Tuesday Recap on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Um, Spotify, and um, catch you soon. We'll be back also with The Flash. We got uh, Captain America and Bucky. So many more things coming out. So uh, stay tuned for all that stuff, and thank you guys very much. So until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.